0: Hello and welcome to episode 820 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this morning. My name is Terence M. Stanton. We are recording on the first Saturday of the month, March 2nd, 2024, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin with the great saint and doctor of the church, Alphonsus Liguri's Saturday Prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain her patronage. O oh, my most holy mother, I see the graces which thou hast obtained for me, and I see the ingratitude of which I have been guilty towards thee. An ungrateful soul is no longer worthy of favors, but I will not on this account distrust thy mercy, which is greater than my ingratitude. O oh, my great advocate, pity me. Thou dispensest all the graces which God grants to us miserable creatures, and for this purpose he has made thee so powerful, so rich, and so benign. He has done so that thou mightest succor us in our miseries. Ah, mother of mercy, leave me not in my poverty. Thou art the advocate of the most miserable and guilty criminals who have recourse to thee. Defend me also who recommend myself to thee. Say not that my cause is too difficult to be gained. For all causes, however desperate, when defended by thee, are gained. In thy hands, then, do I place my eternal salvation. To thee do I entrust my soul. It was lost. Thou, then, by thy intercession, hast to save it. I wish to be inscribed amongst thy most devoted servants. Reject me not. Thou seekest the miserable to relieve them. Abandon me not, whom a wretched sinner and who have recourse to thee. Speak for me. Thy son does all that thou askest him. Take me under thy protection. That is all that I ask. Yes, for if thou protectest me, I fear nothing. I do not fear my sins, for thou wilt obtain me a remedy for the evil they have done me. I do not fear the devils, for thou art more powerful than all hell. I do not even fear Jesus, my judge himself, for by a single prayer of thine he is appeased. I only fear that by my negligence I may cease to recommend myself to thee and thus be lost. It is true that these graces are too great for me, who have not deserved them, but they are not too great for thee, who art so much loved by God. Hence he grants thee all that thou askest. Thou hast only to speak, and he denies thee nothing. Pray then to Jesus for me. Tell him that thou protectest me and then he is sure to pity me my mother in thee do i trust in this hope i shall live in peace and in it i wish to die live jesus our love and mary our hope with being the first friday i wanted to go through a bit of information about the first saturday uh, i should say with it being the uh first saturday i wanted to go through the information pertaining to the first saturday devotion at the Fatima Center's website located at Fatima.org. At Fatima, Our Lady pleaded, Do not offend the Lord our God anymore, for He is already too much offended. Instead, humanity's outrages against God have only intensified. On July 13, 1917, Our Blessed Mother revealed that God wills to establish in the world devotion to her Immaculate Heart. To prevent divine punishment, Our Lady would return to ask for the consecration of Russia to her Immaculate Heart and the communion of reparation on the first Saturday. She said, If my requests are heeded, Russia will be converted and there will be peace. If not, she will spread her errors throughout the world, causing wars and persecutions of the Church. The good will be martyred. The Holy Father will have much to suffer. Various nations will be annihilated. As promised, Our Lady returned to request the communion of reparation on the first Saturdays. On December 10, 1925, she appeared to Lucia in Pontevedra, Spain. By her side, elevated on a luminous cloud, was the child Jesus. The Most Holy Virgin rested her hand on Lucia's shoulder and showed her a heart encircled by thorns, which she held in her other hand. Our Lady said, Look, my daughter, at my heart, surrounded with thorns, with which ungrateful men pierce me at every moment by their blasphemies and ingratitude you at least try to console me and announce in my name that I promise to assist at the moment of death with all the graces necessary for salvation, all those who on the first Saturday of five consecutive months shall confess, receive Holy Communion, recite five decades of the rosary, and keep me company for 15 minutes while meditating on the 15 mysteries of the rosary with the intention of making reparation to me. Why five first Saturdays? In 1925, Indulgence Saturday devotions to Our Lady already existed, although no indulgence carried the magnificent promise of final perseverance. Lucia asked Our Lord why he wanted to establish a new devotion consisting of five first Saturdays. He answered, It is true, my daughter, that many souls begin, but few persevere to the end, and those who persevere do it to receive the graces promised for it. Souls that make the five first Saturdays with fervor and to make reparation to the heart of your Mother in Heaven, please me more than the tepid and indifferent who make the fifteen. God, in his goodness, asks us only for five first Saturdays to obtain Our Lady's promised graces, but emphasizes that we must offer the devotion with fervor and the intention of making reparation. Our Lord explained to Lucia why he seeks five Saturdays of reparation. There are five types of blasphemies and offenses committed against the Immaculate Heart of Mary. One, blasphemies against her Immaculate Conception. Two, blasphemies against her perpetual virginity. Three, blasphemies against her divine maternity in refusing at the same time to recognize her as the mother of men. Four, blasphemies of those who publicly seek to sow in the hearts of children indifference or scorn or even hatred of this Immaculate Mother. Five, offenses of those who outrage her directly in her holy images. Lucius summed up why we must attach such great importance to this devotion. Our good Lord, in his infinite mercy, asks me to make reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary and to implore pardon and mercy in favor of souls who blaspheme against her, because the divine mercy does not pardon these souls without reparation. Every first Saturday we should, one, make a good confession, within eight or so days before or after the first Saturday, Two, receive Holy Communion. Three, pray five decades of the Holy Rosary. Four, keep Our Lady company for 15 additional minutes while meditating on the mysteries of the Rosary and five, offer each of the above acts in reparation for the blasphemies and offenses committed against the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So if you are able to do so, please make the five First Saturdays devotion and tell other folks about it. Going to head back over to fisheaters.com for our meditations and readings for Lent, initially published by Sheed and Ward in 1937. This is for the second Saturday of Lent, entitled The Passion of Christ Wrought Our Salvation by Redeeming Us by the Angelic Doctor, St. Thomas Aquinas. St. Peter says, you are not redeemed with corruptible things as gold or silver. From your vain conversation of the tradition of your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb unspotted and undefiled, 1 Peter 1.18. St. Paul says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. Galatians 3.13 It is said to be a curse in our place inasmuch as As it was for us that he suffered on the cross. Therefore, by his passion, he redeemed us. Sin, in fact, had bound man with a double obligation. One, an obligation that made him sin's slave. For Jesus said, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. John 8, 34. A man is enslaved to whoever overcomes him. Therefore, since the devil in inducing man to sin had overcome man, Man was bound in servitude to the devil. Two, a further Mm -hmm. obligation existed, namely, between man and the penalty due for the sin committed, and man was bound in this way in accord with the justice of God. This too was a kind of servitude, for to servitude or slavery it belongs that a man must suffer otherwise than he chooses, since the free man is the man who uses himself as he wills. Since then, the passion of Christ made sufficient, and more than sufficient, satisfaction for the sins of all mankind, and for the penalty due to them. The passion was a kind of price, through which we were free from both these obligations. For the satisfaction itself, that by means of which one makes satisfaction, whether for oneself or for another, is spoken of as a kind of price, by which one redeems or buys back oneself or another from sin and from merited penalties. So in Holy Scripture it is said, redeem thou thy sins with alms, Daniel 4.24. Christ made satisfaction, not indeed by a gift of money or anything of that sort, but by a gift that was the greatest of all, by giving for us himself. And thus it is that the passion of Christ is called our redemption. By sinning, man bound himself not to God, but to the devil. As far as concerns the guilt of what he did, he had offended God and had made himself subject to the devil, assenting to his will. Hence, he did not, by reason of the sin committed, bind himself to God, but rather deserting God's service. He had fallen under the yoke of the devil. And God, with justice, if we remember the offense committed against him, had not prevented this. But if we consider the matter of the punishment earned, it was chiefly and in the first place to God that man was bound as to the supreme judge. Man was, in respect of punishment, bound to the devil only in a lesser sense as to the torturer, as it says in the gospel, lest the adversary deliver thee to the judge and the judge deliver thee to the officer, Matthew five twenty That is to the cruel minister of punishments. Therefore, although the devil unjustly, as far as was in his power, held man, whom by his lies he had deceived, bound in slavery, held him bound both on account of the guilt and of the punishment due for it, it was nevertheless just that man should suffer in this way. The slavery which he suffered on account of the thing done, God did not prevent, and the slavery he suffered as punishment God decreed. Therefore, it was in regard to God's claims that justice called for man to be redeemed and not in regard to the devil's hold on us. And it was to God the price was paid and not to the devil. When you look at this meditation, friends, it begins to become quite clear how Important we are, how loved we are. I remember Father Ripperger once saying, you know, we have to remember that we're not that important. And that's true in the sense that God is infinitely important. And He's going to have His way with or without our cooperation, because even when we sin, His permissive will, he allows that to happen in order to draw greater good from it. But on the other way of looking at it, we are supremely important. We don't have to exist. We understand what Father Ripperger is saying in that regard. I'm not saying that he's wrong. Far from it. He's an eminent theologian and philosopher and far more learned than yours truly. But God doesn't need us, but he uses us anyway, and he loves us so much that he became one of us. He walked the earth, experienced heat and cold and everything else that we experience, and then went through a tremendous and humiliating torture and agonizing death for the sins of all mankind. Jesus Christ paid a debt he didn't owe because we owed a debt we couldn't pay. So in that sense, he shows us, yes, we are supremely important. He loves us more than we can possibly imagine. we have been bought at a great price. Let's remember that. Let's keep that fixed in our minds when we are tempted to sin. And realize that when we sin we're doing the devil's bidding not doing the lord's will for our life we're doing what the demons want us to do and not what the angels would have us do genuine freedom talk a lot about freedom these days but genuine freedom is doing what you ought to do that's authentic liberty The real slavery of our society is sin, is license. It feels good, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna pursue wealth, pleasure, power, fame. Consequences be darned, doesn't matter who I hurt, as long as I get my fill of whatever I want. That's the thought process the demons want you to have. The angels want you and me to be thinking about how can I glorify God today in all of my thoughts, all of my words, all of my actions? How can I help my fellow man today? What can I do to build up the kingdom of God? What can I do to build up the body of Christ? Bear that in mind this Lent. Life is not easy but it is simple. Do good and avoid evil. Let us conclude, friends, by once again mentioning helping autism through learning and outreach available on the web at halo-soma.org. That's H-A-L-O-S-O-M-A.org. Also, please tune in to episodes 277 and 548 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. There you will find more information pertaining to RPM. That's an acronym for Rapid Prompting Method, a system of communication for non-speakers. Before my niece was about eight years old, we didn't even know her favorite color. We had to guess as to what all of her wants and needs are. But now, thanks to God's grace, her hard work, that of her family, breaking through to open communication via Rapid Prompting Method, we know that she's a comprehensive genius who can compose music poetry, very skilled in regards to mathematics. She even knows foreign languages. How many other people like her are out there? Only the good Lord knows for sure. Imagine how sad and frustrated you would be if you were in a prison of silence, unable to communicate with your family. Communication is a human right. So let's spread this information far and wide. This is big As big of a breakthrough as sign language was for the deaf in terms of being able to communicate, can also point to Braille in terms of being able to read for the blind, but you can't use a tool unless you know about it. So please help us out and may God richly bless you for it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. Please say an Ave Maria for yours truly and I will talk to you again very soon. Goodbye and God love you.